Just for, yeah, start recording, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's get it going. Keep it, keep it organic. Keep it organic. Hold on, let me let me do the claps. Just so I can sync it later. Just so I know, like you know, to point it. Right. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. Whatever. Oh no, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, two seconds. It would help if I actually press record. So let me do that again. So you need to do more claps. One more clap. That was it. <laughs> Did I think I got it. I don't know. Maybe. There it is. Um, what's good, bro? All good, my mate. Not too bad. Uh, and you don't was, know what to do with your weekend, but other than that, it's all right. Well, yeah, do you know what it is? <laughs> I was trying to follow a bit of uh, NBA, right? Because obviously, shout out to Denver Nuggets. They won the championship. They're God, did they win Kron- it? Yeah, they're a Stan Kroenke Kron- owned team. So that's another Stan Kroenke owned team that won. So shout out to them. Which and, one was the uh, other one that won? It was the uh, LA Rams. They won the Super Bowl. Did they win last year? That did they won Super Bowl like a couple of years ago? Was it last year? I no. don't know. Yeah, this Who year won it was last Chiefs. year? That's a very good point. Who the hell won this, the Super Bowl last year? This year was Chiefs. Last year it was LA yeah, Rams. This Chiefs. Yeah, 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 yeah. LA yeah, Rams. Yeah, yeah. And then I think their uh, the hockey team. They have a hockey team. They won the Stanley Cup as well. So wow! So my guys winning. So basically, every so, team's uh, won apart from Arsenal. Standard. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. I'm taking the piss. It's too early. It's yeah. too early to go in. Too early it's to go in. It's too, <laughs> late. It's too <laughs> late. It's too late. It hurts. It hurts so bad. Um, but no. Um, so like, obviously, I, I'm I'm a Miami Heat fan, and I have been for since ever since Shaq went to Miami Heat back in like '06. Yeah. Just loved. It. I had the top. I had the 32. Loved the yeah, Heat. What's up, Miami? Miami. Exactly. All that shit. Right. And um, so obviously I was kind of rooting for Miami, but they don't have anyone who I like, you know, who, who sort of eye-catching. They've got Jimmy Butler, but like, I don't really care for Jimmy Butler. Fuck that guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah, the yeah, guy's yeah. too much up his own ass. It's like, come on, bro. You haven't done anything to prove yourself. It's so, just probably because he's the biggest player in the team, or like in the franchise. So therefore he feels like he's the main guy. Yeah, he's the franchise name, apparently. But like, he's not, he's not D-Wade. He's not LeBron James. He's not Shaq. Yeah. Nah. Come on, bro. I remember so, the know. trio when they went to to uh, Miami and they won the championship. Wade, yeah, back Shaq. Back. Yeah, yeah, no, Shaq. Actually, do you know what? Funny not Shaq. Enough, sorry, like, Wade, LeBron, and what was his name? Bosch. Bosch not Shaq. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Because you know what? For a long time, I thought they won a championship together, LeBron, Shaq, and Wade, and I was like, wait a second, that can't be right. Because obviously, you know, it didn't make yeah, sense. Yeah. I looked at, it, I was like, no, 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 no. It was Bosch who was the yeah, guy. It was Bosh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. So back to back championships as well. Yeah, because they got beat one year though, didn't they? They got beat by Spurs, San Antonio Spurs. Yes. Tim Duncan and what's his name? Parker, I think his name is. Yeah, Tony Parker. Tony, Tony Parker. Parker. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, think that's, I think that's the one that you know, we watched together. We watched the one after that year, if you remember. We're at your house watching the Miami Heat. Did we? Uh, it was the same night that we, we went to your GTA wow. game. You pre-ordered GTA, so obviously I wasn't very big on the GTA games for the PlayStation. And I was plus, I was more of an Xbox player than a PlayStation guy. And I remember we went to game in the high street like in the city center oh, up the game. for anyone who doesn't know obviously for the american listeners it's basically like blockbuster but still going <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah blockbuster but successful yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. now taking the face it's nothing like that it's it's bit it's a store where you go and buy the uh, dvds or you buy computer games predominantly computer games because that's yeah, what it says on the title game yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah that was a year man we got it we started playing the game and uh that we bought from game is that what Nico? <laughs> sorry, is that what Nico Bellic, uh, Nico Bellic, the main character in GTA? Because I know we had a I friend with a similar name, so, so that guy should have so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think it was the same one. Yeah, it was the one that you said. This is similar to uh, 
to a Miami Vice, Vice City, not Miami Vice. That's a Vice, movie. Uh, yeah, Vice, City, Vice City yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan of GTA. Like obviously, I don't know that very well. But it was something I made or San Andreas was, or something like Liberty, that. I think it was, it was Liberty City. I think it was Liberty City. That's where it was based on. Um, and so you know, Liberty City was uh, number three. So before. Well, this was for the PS4 because you had the PS4. So it'd have been the one that, whichever, I think it was the first one that came out on PS4 then. I think it was San Andreas or something that came out, the first GTA that came out for PS4 because you had it and we went. And then obviously, you know, it was midnight release. We queued up. We were doing our work because we both did takeaway deliveries while we were students. And uh, yeah, man, I remember, honestly, I remember, like I said, then we sat down and we started watching watching NBA. We started watching the NBA stuff. We came around, obviously, we were at your house that night and then we watched NBA. We played on the game until what? the finals came on. Because, you know, in the UK, we get them at like a, a ridiculous time for UK viewership. You've made my point. You made my, that, that was my point I was trying to make. Like, I was trying to follow the heat, Bob, because, you know, the time difference. It's like, have fun. Like, we've got jobs and shit. I've yeah, exactly. Before, like, right? half one in the morning. Yeah, something good. like that. And the thing is, it starts at half one, but then it lasts for around two, three hours. You know, before you know it, it's like four. But I remember we stayed awake so many, that year. We stayed, We did watch it. We did watch it. But you know what? I'm going to have to dig my memory bank a little You're bit more for that. Like, I'll be honest. Yeah, 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 a little bit more. Could it have been the PS4, though? Because... I think I think PS4 came out. When did PS4 come out, about 2014, something. Well, like maybe that? PS3. Then might have been PS3. You might have had a because you PS3, had a PS3 yeah. as well. I didn't have the. Yeah. I was obviously like I said. I was always. Yeah, you were Xbox I was PlayStation time, yeah. fan till about two PS2, and then after that, I moved over to when the Xbox came out. And I remember yeah. getting it, and all the boys, obviously, then most of the people in our friendship group had. Xboxes, Xbox, so we all got yeah, together. Yeah, we yeah. used to play Fifas and different games where we can and Halo. I remember playing Halo like four v four or two v two. And yeah, man, it's crazy yeah, times. You, you, were, you, times were, you, you were Xbox exclusive, and you always have been. And I've never, I've strayed away once when I had an Xbox One. Maybe is it the one after the 360? No, what was that after the 360? Yeah, 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 the Xbox One. The Xbox yeah. One. Yeah, I had that for literally for maybe a few months, and then I sold that, and then I bought PS4. I was like, nah, screw this shit, and I went back. So I, I apologize to Sony. I, you know, please sincerely accept my apology. I will not send me a PS5. I will not mind being sponsored and you know a free PS5. I'll do some reviews for you. No problem at all. Do you know what I mean? We'll share it yeah, around. I'll send yeah. it to Rick. Rick will do some reviews. We'll get we'll get a podcast going about reviews. So we'll do something. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so see, this is this is this is the type of stuff that we have to think about. You know, just to occupy our weekend. You know, <laughs> we have to think of like gaming now. We have to think of like oh, what TV shows are out there. It's like you know, ah, it's too much work. Too too many TV yeah. shows because you do that during the week. Do you know what I mean? You do that during the week. So I'd, on the weekend, like, the yeah, weekend is, is, Yeah, that's sport. it, man. Your weekend was for the footy, wasn't it? Your weekend sport, was for the like, football and sports you know. in general. But uh, on a TV show, really quickly, I really got into this uh, couple of TV shows where they're restoring cars, like old oh, nice. American muscles, old even European cars, and they're really kind of buying bangers. They get them from, I forgot the name of the TV show because I've just got into it, but they kind of buy them from Mexico really cheap and then get them to El Paso in nice. Texas. Nice. It's, it's on Netflix if obviously anyone wants to watch it in your into cars and car restoration. But sometimes Again, sponsor, with the Americans, I'll be honest, welcome. they just Thank go you. crazy. Would you say sponsor water? No, sp- sponsor welcome, Netflix. Oh, it's sponsor uh, welcome. Same. I thought you said sponsor water. I was like, water? No, 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 no. no. I, all I thought there was Bruce Lee, become like water, my friend. No, we're not. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not in content. 
context so uh, no but yeah that's the tv show i've been watching recently nothing much really but uh, like we say in it like we had our football we had our weekend kind of planned we had a routine we it's could watch routine. 12 o'clock kickoff if you wanted to or you can just keep an eye on it we had also occupied throughout the week with fantasy football but you know what even now the weather's nice the sun is shining Let's enjoy it, man. Let's enjoy the time Let's outside. Get some some vitamin D. Well, for the listeners out there, you know, I am officially sat in a car, so I'm technically <laughs> outside, but inside. So I'm outdoors and though. That's that's the way wow. I describe myself. Mm. Outdoors and though. Think about that, guys. <laughs> think about that's that. A, that's, a, that's a thinker, guys. That's a thinker. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we'll keep that thinking. <laughs> But um, but yeah, like you know, it's it's the the Champions League final. Obviously, that was that was the thing that happened. Um, it was a boring match for me. I don't know how I you say it like it. that on purpose. Yeah, I say that on purpose. You know, it, it was, was the thing that happened. So yeah. it was just something that was planned in the calendar. It happened. Let's get over it. Um, but look, I don't. I watched the second I half. Really, I didn't even watch the first half. I was it's I was just... at a barbecue, so I missed the whole match. And really, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, I'm glad I did because. It was. It sounded very boring. Like it looked very oh, it boring, awful. apart from the last few minutes or something like that. I don't know. That's the thing I, with I, these Italian teams, man. Why do they all come out and they just play such defensive style football? And I understand the Italian teams are all kind of on their defensive and they get uh, credited for their defensive style or credited for their, de- excuse me, defensive players. And they're great. They've had some amazing players. Uh, top recent history, obviously, from the tw- last twenty years, my Cannavaro, Ballon d'Or winner, Paolo yeah. Maldini. Regarded as one of the greats, Nesta from yep. Milan, and I, you know, there's many, many more to come. Matarazzi and so on and so yep. forth. Just to list a few from different clubs, but into Milan when they actually had a go at Madrid, because I watched this, like I say, the second half, they looked dangerous. And I was thinking, why have you not approached this match the same way as you're doing it right now? And for those reasons, I was like, meh. I'm yep. glad you're getting beat now. I think- you wasted 60 minutes of sitting in defence with. 24 players or so and now what well not 24 but you get the idea and then uh, all of a sudden now you conceded you're like oh actually can we try and win this match or try and equalise and I'm saying like nah you deserve to lose yeah I think when, when we think of uh, especially Inter players now it's almost like a joke do you know what I mean you've got Lataro Martinez who was just like poor in the World Cup Again, don't follow the Italian league, so I can't really speak for the Italian league. Yeah, he, but he wasn't very good now. Yeah, poor in the World Cup. Lukaku is become he's become a joke now. He's become I don't know what he's become, and you know it's it's just it had to happen to that guy. The, the way that do you know he's refusing you know, to come to Chelsea? Uh, he is refusing. Really. There's reports. Sorry, let me rephrase that because obviously for yeah, the listeners re- out there, I'm not. These that. are these are reports that I'm reading. They might not be true. You you can make your own opinions on it. But uh, the reports out there are saying that he prefers to stay at Inter rather than come to his parent club, Chelsea. And we paid a hundred million for him. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a kick in the teeth. I'm not going to lie, that's a kick in the and teeth. And this is not top bowling either. This is the pre- previous regimen. This was Abramovich's yeah. era because he came in before, obviously, the war in Ukraine and the sanctions that happened. So yeah, man, it's just insane to feel that we paid a hundred million. Three months later, he made an interview. Now all he wants to do is stay in Inter. Yeah, and they just seem to pay like a million, uh, eight million or four million for a loan fee, and you're like, hold on a minute, we paid eight million for this, a hundred million for this guy. Yeah, 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 and they're just so, getting away with that. And he's not, he's not a great like, footballer either, though. He's not no. a great footballer. He's not, I, an, he's not one of the greats. Like when you think I was of just attackers. about to say, they haven't, they haven't really got their money's worth. So in a way, you're kind of laughing because, like, all right, cool, we paid hundred million. It's something again. It's something that happened. But at least you're making some money just for not having him at the club, right? <laughs> so I think kind so, of, mate. Kind I think like so. Yeah. 
Christmas because I mean, he, yeah, he's become a joke, and I don't understand where that happened because for a while, you know, for, for a small period, it was very good, and maybe was that just a flash in the pan? I think that I think that for me it was more like when he was at the lesser teams. So when he played for like no disrespect to the Everton and the West Brom when he was nah, on loan. Let's face it, yeah, let's face it. Come on now. But <laughs> uh, when he went to Man United, he got found out because for those teams like Everton and West Brom, when you play against the big boys, you play counter-attacking style. So he's going to use his pace. He's going to use his power. They usually knock the ball up top all the time. But when you make your way up to the sort of the elite of the Premier League, the top four, the top five team, uh, Man United was one of them. He was awful. Then he got sold. It yeah, cost ninety-five yeah. million or seventy-five million to go from Everton to Man United. Yeah, yeah. And, and then for, again, and you think for nothing. Yeah, and, and did nothing exactly. Fans started taking. Excuse me. Fans started taking the Mickey out of him, and saying, "Here's a cushion for your first touch, yeah, Lukaku. I yeah, want to give you this yeah, cushion. What's for that for? So you can cushion the ball when the ball comes into you. Because he's just, he's. We've, just we've a, mentioned many times before. Regular listeners are going to know how yeah. I feel about him. Yeah, he is. That's it. I've said it many times yeah. before. It's like kicking the ball out a tree, and that's it. You don't know where it's going to go. So. <laughs> Yeah, Lukaku. Uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely. He become, can't come back to Chelsea. I don't want him back. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I know they say like Lukaku coming back and possibly Pochettino might do something with him. Listen, I don't mind players who have got who are good technically. You know, like a good touch because you can work on yeah. the work ethic. You can ask him to run more and so on. But a player who's got an awful first touch, runs that he makes sometimes. Yeah. yeah, like your first touch has got to be perfect each time. You had the you're at the top of the top you're the creme de la creme up there you yeah, know what I mean literally, can't be literally, missing yeah, about yeah, yeah. but anyway he yeah, can't I even think, uh, his I've seen him trying to shoot with his right foot he looks awful because obviously <laughs> even when he came he was trying to show lads I think Mason Mount and some of them say like stand back lads let's see what 100 million gets you and then he just yeah, started finishing and it was awful it there was you awful. go that's why that's why it didn't work at Chelsea I mean even the teammates if they start making you know taking the piss out of you and they're professional footballers they would know better than any of us as Ashley you know, Cole Ashley no, Cole raped him whatever we are well, yeah. journalists, professionals. Journalists, yeah. <laughs> we are professionals. <laughs> Semi-professionals, and we are not pundits. Obviously, I did not mean to say it like that. But, yeah, you know, if, if they're taking the piss out of you, then what do you expect? Exactly. You, these are, you expect these the are your colleagues, aren't they? Yeah. That's exactly. it. That's exactly. it. If your own colleagues can, who see you every day in training, and they're starting yeah. to make jokes, and we know always that's saying. Sometimes it's jokes, but sometimes there's a bit of truth in it. Yeah. And these guys were clearly saying that. Ashley Cole said it before. We got Lukaku. He was a young guy, came from Mandelex, and he looked brilliant in Mandelex, yeah. running past players, powerful. But like we said, this is a different league now. Premier League is a different yeah. league. You don't have the time to do a bad touch and chase after it. Sometimes I think either, even Haaland has got a bad touch, as ridiculous as that sounds. I look at Haaland sometimes, and I'm like, you're literally not... You don't look technically. I know he's a great finisher. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's like, and I'm trying to analyze his game. And I'm like, you're not that great. You're like, yeah, yeah. your first touch seems to be quite poor. You're in the air to win the ball to support your diff- team. You're not that great with it. So I don't. I don't know. Listen, he scored. He's had an incredible yeah, yeah, yeah. season. Balance all contender, he's got a few, but uh, he's got a few goals with his head as well. Like you know, what I mean, no, he's, he's I, d- no, I don't mean like in terms of like heading it in the direction. I mean in the sense of if the ball's coming in the air to be able to control and bring it down. I think of like the Alan Shearers, Didier Drogba's, the Wayne Rooney's, even Carlos Tevez was able to do it at f- yeah, three foot yeah, two. Yeah. Henri, but Henri was more of a, like a left wing forward trying to kind of guy to run out the defender rather than win it, be big up top, win it and bring it down. So yeah, man, I just but no, listen, nothing against Haaland. He's like Boise, like top scorer in the Premier League history yeah. in a single yeah. season. In a single season, his first won, season as well. Yeah. yeah, won the treble as well. So it's incredible. Yeah, well, <laughs> I suppose it's the same as uh, as our. <laughs> now I'm not going to say it. 
there, man. No, because it really tickled me earlier. Obviously, one of the listeners, he knows who he is, who mentioned uh, Diaz and Nunes won the Community Shield, the Carabao Cup. <laughs> so they won the three trophies. So I guess they're the same as Haaland winning the treble. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to sneak that one in there, aren't they, really? They're trying to, that's a I fucking sneak couldn't believe one. it. I read it and I was like, I just chuckled in it. But I yeah. love the guy. You know who you are, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for listening out there. That's a that's a major shout out to you. But um, like you mentioned it there, um, Ballon d'Or candidate. Now, obviously, there's been stuff out there saying that Messi is the favourite, and I'm thinking, is that is that fair? I mean, obviously, I know he won the World Cup with in this season, so I think that sort of trumps it. But is the World Cup alone enough no, to warrant me. the Ballon d'Or because the, his not league season? Again, it hasn't been by regular standards. It hasn't been a poor season. Really? He's, yeah, he's in the forties in in terms of goals and assists, like combined, or in the fifties, something like that. I so know, I'm saying, like... so for Messi, obviously, you know. But then, you know, you gotta you gotta move past that now. Haaland did the same thing in his first season, won the treble. So he won again. He won important trophies. Yeah, yeah he didn't yeah. win the World Cup, but like you know, three trophies against one is the. I World... think they'll give it. Oh. I think they'll give it to Messi for the World Cup. But I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, I yeah. think Haaland Haaland will be the guy for me. I'd rather see Haaland win Ballon d'Or. I'd rather see him take it because yeah, yeah, in the Premier fair. League, which is regarded as the hardest league in the world, he broke the goal scoring record. Albeit yeah. he was in a Manchester City team, which kind of put the ball on the plate for him each time that he yeah. oh, okay there were tappings but he had to get in that position yeah, and he made the, he made the difference for them last year City were amazing without Haaland City would still probably win the league Yeah, but with Haaland they won all three yeah, you know with Haaland they won the yeah. treble because of Haaland because you've got to look at it like last year what did City do well they still had De Bruyne they still had predominantly that team is City okay Kanji got added to it but it's City without Haaland yeah. last year yeah this year they added uh, Erling and uh, look, won the, excuse me, okay, he didn't do much in the final, like he didn't do what Messi did in the final of the World Cup, but his presence throughout the whole season, his ability, his playing style, his he deserves to win it on what he has won, but I personally think they'll give it to Messi simply yeah. because of who he is, what he did, which is winning the World Cup and that comparison to Diego Maradona. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think you're not- absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and I don't. I, I I agree with you about it because, again, it, it's just not enough considering what Messi or who he used to be when he was winning Ballon d'Ors, like you know when he won yeah. the six or was he on five, six? What is he six? I, I think know, he's like fucking six, seven. I don't know, whatever. I know this is the seventh one if he wins it. Um, So if he wins this, obviously, I think that would definitely cement him as the GOAT forever, like in terms of Ballon d'Or, because Ronaldo ain't going to win another one. Let's just be honest about that one. I don't think Ronaldo's winning anymore, to be fair. No, Ronaldo. I don't even think he's going to win any more trophies, to be honest. I think that's him out, pretty much. But uh, yeah, Haaland, I think he's, he's, he's a deserved winner. There's no one in the top five leagues that sort of stood out as much. Maybe you can even make a case for Vinicius, but... This will, sorry, by the way, to interrupt you, this will be Messi's... Mm. Eighth Ballon d'Or. Oh shit! Eighth. Wow. All right. Okay. So yeah. he's or nine, really or nine, two thousand eleven, twelve, thirteen, sixteen, nineteen, twenty-one. Wow. So he's what? Three would be three ahead of Ronaldo. He's two ahead now. I believe so. Yeah, he'll be ahead yeah, of Ronaldo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So I think that's that's pretty much solved itself. But uh, yeah, Haaland deserved winner on that one. And again, back to the Champions League final. Yeah, didn't watch it. Barbecue. Didn't even. I watched a bit of the highlights. All right, good goal. Fair enough. But he was wide open. So let's just 
Yeah, let's not yeah. let's not overplay it. All right, it was one nil. No, that's it. It was one nil. Exactly. It was a one nil. So, it was a boring match. It was a boring, yeah. boring match. I think we got spoiled by the World Cup final, to be honest with you, because that was a terrific game. Three three, yeah. whatever it finished, yeah. and then now right. extra even the time. Even the semi final, even the semi final. Yeah, that was a sick game as well. That was a very, very good game. They absolutely tore a new one. But this is the one thing. This is why Haaland obviously is so good because uh, if he got marked out of the game, but not only by one defender, they have to have two or three on him, which allowed the space for the others around yeah. him to do that. So yeah, Guardiola for me, coach of the year, Haaland player of the year. But again, this is from us who have only watched Premier League. I'm sure there's somebody making a case for Vinicius Junior in Spain, although he's not yeah. won what Haaland's won. I'm sure there'll be somebody in Latin America saying, no, this guy deserves it because he's the best because he won us Copa Libertadores and something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, no, Napoli winning and so on. So yeah, there'll always be stuff like that. But as two guys, obviously, who watch the Premier League a lot, we can't see why Haaland does not deserve it yeah. or why Haaland doesn't win it unless they give it to Messi again. Yeah, which again is could well be very the likely. Case. Yeah, could well be the case. So, um, but while we are messy, what do we think is transferred yeah. to the MLS? What's your views on that? Yeah, well, I think probably a little bit better than joining the Saudi league. That's all I've got to say about that one. I think, like, as, better as, as in what overall, sense? Or like financially, or like no, 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 no. I'm saying quality because, of footy because he chose to play football rather than move to Saudi and become like literally just a marketing tool for the Saudi league. Because again, he's, he's an ambassador for the Saudi, uh, for Saudi Arabia yeah, or something Saudi like that. Arabia, yeah, he is, so, yeah. I, so it's, I feel like he chose the less political route, which for me, because obviously I know Messi as a footballer only. I think that's, you know, <laughs> I that's, thought you were going to say, I cause gonna I know Messi. Clear. Yeah. Cause I'm just going to make that clear as a footballer only. I feel that's probably the better thing for his legacy. Do you know what I mean? I think even financially, you're right, legacy-wise, he's better than going to MLS, like you say, play there. Because uh, you, you, if you went to the Saudi league, he'd be the same as the rest of them, gone for a ridiculous paycheck. And who can fault him, first of all? Go do your money, make do as much as you can, especially like a Benzema, this late in his career, what is he, 33, 34, for the final two years of what he'll probably play, make 100 million a year. Tax-free, by the way. Yeah, Kante as well. So yeah, no, no. Look, Benzema's Muslim. Just... So Benzema Benzema's a practicing Muslim. He'll fit yeah. in straight away. Do you know what I mean? He'll fit yeah, into the culture no and yeah. so on. Same with Kante. Will be the same as well. Uh, there's rumours that uh, Mares from City will go there again. Algerian practicing Muslim. Yeah, and Messi probably would have struggled just like a Ronaldo did because for Ronaldo they had to break the law where you fiance because obviously man and woman are not allowed to live together unless they are married. Yeah. And had uh, Nikar, which Ronaldo clearly hasn't, because I don't know whether he's an atheist or a Christian or what he might be. But yeah, for Ronaldo, yeah. they made the exception. But well, I'm with you. Like he's gone there simply for the paycheck. Yeah. Oh no, he's no, not no. gone there for I, anything else. So Messi, no, no, Messi going to the US, much better. Yeah, for, for I, th- I think so as well for his legacy. And again, look, the thing is, he when you talk, we, we're talking about the MLS and we're talking about Messi like, amongst you know mid to mid to half decent players you know what I'm saying yeah, so yeah. you know there's no there's a, yeah, within the next two years if we, I, I don't know how long was it a two year contract three year contract I think there's a two two three year contract something like that I, I don't know I don't know so I'm sure I'm, somebody so will correct us by the end of it by the end of it I'm sure he, he would have taken the uh, into Miami to the playoffs at the very least you know what I mean I think 
that's oh yeah he'll demand he'll demand a different least. level of uh, commitment and so yeah. on for the players but even financially i think i read somewhere that he's got a percentage of adidas sales a percentage of the mls tv rights that are going to go on to right, apple right. it's very much like a michael jordan deal with the sneakers like with the trainers yeah uh, where if you sell, sell we want a 10 percent and it's very similar to that like subscribers he gets a share on subscribers he gets a share on uh, the club and so on it's crazy it's a crazy deal if everything pulls through he's looking to make like like billions billions yeah. from this deal it's it's again like you said marketing tool he's going to be used obviously or like he to be fair it's not like he's going to be used as a marketing tool i think he's because of him they're going to get a the whole another to, level. Yeah, yeah. They will do. So yeah. in a way, he would have, you know, he's going to a place where he's ready to create something different. Like, you know, this is it. Messi, the best footballer in the world. He made it to America, where obviously there's a massive audience who don't yeah. really know yeah. much about soccer and all that shit. But Messi will, you know, that you know, he could potentially bridge that gap. And, you know, look, that's a huge... Huge massive, movement for football. Massive. It really massive. is. It doesn't matter. Especially no for the American, Beckham, yeah. No, no bloody whatever. Oh, no, you know, no. None of these that guys. Land, none of these guys who have gone over there. Guys. They're not doing anything like what Messi could do. Nothing. And what he's bringing. And also, he's gone to into Miami. So, he's living the lifestyle, especially in Miami. And again, you know, he's, and every he's, time I say Miami, I've got that bad boy songs in my head. Welcome to Miami or wherever does that one go? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I don't know the rest. Is it Will Smith? Not bad boy. Yeah, yeah, Will Smith song. I don't know the rest of it. That's all I've got in my head. Will Smith is going, welcome to Miami. It's, I think it's the chorus, the woman singing it. But anyway, no, I agree. I agree with you. I'm in the same similar mindset that for his legacy and continue to be playing and have a bigger impact, he's yeah. going to be, he did the right thing by going there. I, think uh, the I do think all the Saudis control. are trying him. Absolutely. But I do think the Saudis are trying to bring the, some of the best players, albeit they're towards the end of their career but to try and improve football within the country. Because the only way you're going to do that is attract the best players and then possibly the best coaches. And the only way you're going to do that is throw money at it. Nobody's going to go and play in the Saudi league unless they're getting paid gazillions yeah. amount. And look at Ronaldo, look at Benzema, excuse me, and Golo Kante and the rest are probably going to follow and head there. So we'll see um, what they do in the next 10 years, whether this would pay off. Because that's what it is. It's a big, big investment, but it's more of a long-term plan. I was World just about Cup to say, 2040 yeah. or something like that to see what can they do then. Yeah, I was just about to say that it is it is a is a slow process what they're trying to do. Um, will it work? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, potentially, but it depends. Like, you know, again, it's, it's a whole culture change. It's not just about massive, a, a country change. It's a culture change. So, you know, some, for some, for most people, that's going to be difficult for most Europeans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it depends where you're difficult. used to, man. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's, that's what I mean. And again, can't speak for all, but it's, it's different money makes people, it makes people do crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, um, to be fair, I'll be honest with you. Like, um, you throw a hundred million a year to anybody, they will take a hundred million a year all day, yeah, every day. Because yeah, that, that is just insane. Further, yeah. But these guys, I think we said in the group chat as well. These guys are making hundred to five hundred million a day, like just simply from the oil and the stuff that they're selling. You know, yeah. the natural resources that the country has. So they, yeah. Anyway, moving on from that. That's more of a political talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah Benzema, wishing yeah. well. Kante, hopefully he doesn't. I would like to see Angolo stay, but I've got a feeling he's going to go because contract talks kind of stalled around March yeah. and wants to leave. Yeah, but other players uh, that are possibly leaving, obviously while we're on that one, quick note, we had a little chat on the group chat about this. Kai Havertz being linked possibly with Arsenal. What are you um, thinking? You're, you're, trying to, you're trying to steal the conversation that way, huh? You're trying to, you're trying yeah, to I thought I'll go there. You can bring right it back now. where you want to, but I no, thought I'll no, ask no. you right now. No, um, I think with Kai Havertz, I'll be honest with you, 
I wouldn't spend that money, and I don't really see where he would fit in in that team. Do you know what I, I mean? I don't like, see where he'll fit, to be honest with you. I think that's probably the main. I don't know if they're issue. trying to get. Maybe yeah. or maybe Chelsea doing what Chelsea do. They just get Arsenal involved in their in their sort of rumors, <laughs> and then you know prices go up and shit. So I don't know. I don't know. And if it's true, and at that price, I would never would accept you know that price for for him. I, I yeah. just couldn't. I really couldn't. No, I get that. And obviously, as a fan, like a Arsenal fan and stuff, no, I can understand anything. For me, I don't really want to see him leave. Yeah, uh, I can understand why they want to ask him for seventy-five million. I put it on the chat as well. Like you know, he's well decorated in the three years that I got told by one of our friends who said he's been here for three years. Yes, but uh, this season, not nobody's been playing well for Chelsea this season. Now, that necessarily doesn't mean they're awful players. It just means collectively they've been awful. Because yeah. individually, for Kai Havertz, he's very good on the ball. I'm, I'm going to say this word again, and you know who you are. He's very calm on the ball. Yeah, he the reminds list, me of an Urzel. He reminds me of an Urzel. Right. This, is, this, this podcast is dedicated to you. We will put your name somewhere in the description where yes. no one would know. You know what I mean? In, in, uh, in like a text, like texting out of a Nokia. That's how we're going to spell your name with numbers. Exactly, with numbers. But, that's uh, it. No, for me, like joke, all jokes aside, for me, it reminds me of him as an Urzel, but with a bit more fire in his belly in terms of throwing his body about and being a bit more physical because Ozil was quality like you can't I don't know how you feel as an Arsenal fan but for me watching Mirza Ozil was like wow this guy is so good and I was even watching clips where they were in training and with his left foot he was incredible like what he yeah. could do with the accuracy that he had excuse me <coughs> apologies that I should have muted it but that's all right. Couldn't get to the mouse quick enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for me, Kai Havertz is a similar type of player. He's young. He's hungry. He's uh, he wants to move. There's rumors. I'm hoping it's not true, but apparently he wants to leave and go for a new chapter. And where better than move across the across the not even across the Thames because you don't even have to cross it because both the north of the Thames just literally go across the city and be a yeah. uh, play for Arsenal. So. I hope that's not the case. I really hope. But I think the new ownership, which I've mentioned many times, has really, really hurt my club and it's not going to make any difference for the next five years. Yeah. It's, it's going to be uh, tough because we're struggling. We will struggle. Because if the best players want to, best young players want to leave, and let's face it, Kai Havertz is one of the best at Chelsea. Mason Mount is one of the best at Chelsea. I'm not saying one of the best in the world. I'm saying one of the best at the club. And they want to leave. We're really going to struggle to bring other people in unless we're going to pay ridiculous fees for them, which look at Enzo, look at Cucurella, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, yeah for you, uh, you're definitely a no no. Uh, yeah, I think on Kai Havertz, I think I'm going to have to... That's a hard pass on that one. Um, it just Again, it just makes no sense for, for, for club or player, to be honest. Because, it, look, all jokes aside, obviously we're part of the group. You know, we all have a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff, right? But at the end of the he day... Did that. He made that noise. That's not even buttons. You know, you're not even pressing buttons. buttons. This guy's so talented. I've only got four buttons here. Like, I've got... <laughs> I've got other material, okay? <laughs> just bear with me. Bear with me, guys. Um, but yeah, like Kai Havertz, I've always, always liked him as a player. Like genuinely, I really have. And it's a shame this year. I think I, I would, that, this is why I'm a definite no, because I feel like this year could have been his season to become something like a leader in that Chelsea team. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, yeah no, I totally agree. He's experienced enough. He's a good player for Leverkusen, was very good. Obviously, there's a reason yeah. why Chelsea brought him in. He's a Champions League winner with Chelsea as well. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you know, this is your time now. Like, you are at that 
role, that creative role slash striker role where you need to take control of this team. Do you know what I mean? Everyone else around you is younger than you or less experienced in the Premier League. Enzo Fernandez yeah. could have been playing for like for the last five years. Again, I didn't know who he was until like recently. But I'm saying, you yeah. know, Kai Havertz is experienced in the Premier League. No, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the players that are there, he's one of the That's most right. experienced players. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And like, you know, this is where you need to step up, where you and and Reece James, for example, Chilwell, you need to band together, create that sort of sort of triangle across the pitch where you've got things under control. Do you know what I mean? It's I know look, I know it sounds a bit idealistic. I, I understand that. But you know, that's what the best players do. They just take the game. They just take the game. Like, oh, yeah. all right, all you motherfuckers performing shit. All right, I'm going to take this shit. I'm going to take it all away. No, I and totally I was, agree with it. I agree I, with you. I watched The Last Dance again, because obviously I watched it when it first came out, but I watched it again recently. And I swear to you, watching Michael Jordan, it gives me goosebumps. Like, I don't know what yeah, it is yeah. about that guy where you see him in training and you hear about him, obviously talked about, and you actually see videos of what he's like in training, calling people out like, yo, what the hell was that, man? Get the fuck, do you know what I mean? That's, that's what you need though, don't you? That's, that's, that's the, the competitive players. mindset. That's the best players do that to get the best out of their teammates and you hold people accountable. I think for us at Chelsea, like I said, yeah, the, the only way he go back to is the owner and how naive he was where he appointed himself sporting director Yeah, when he had yeah, no experience so. in European sports, like zero experience, apart from owning, um, what was it, the uh, Boston, not Red Sox, was he owned? No, it's the uh, LA Dodgers. The Dodgers, thank you, the LA Dodgers that he owned. Apart from that, like there's nothing else does he understand about European sports not rugby not football not cycling no. nothing like uh, you know what I mean so for, very naive and and selfish I'll be honest with you it's very selfish for him to think he can do everything himself without getting the proper help or getting the right people involved and for that reason that's why I think it's hurt the team and the fact that more senior players who are not really giving a fuck came out. Thiago Silva said we had to extend the changing rooms. Like, yeah. where do you hear that players coming out saying we have bought too many players? Yeah. How well, do you, you even get a team like that, that to gel? Do you know what I mean? You've never heard of it. Never no. heard of it in the 30s, whatever, 32 years of a Premier League era. No one has come out and said since 1990, 1991, the Premier League, no one's come out saying we had to extend the changing rooms because we bought too many players. No, at the beginning, no, no, everybody no. was laughing at flipping. Uh, not Forest. Not Forest, yeah. I was just. But not Forest achieved their goal. Yeah, they achieved their goal. Yeah, absolutely. And I think. Chelsea. We, like you said, yeah. we thought when we heard that about the 19 players that not Forest bought, yeah. we were laughing. We were like, haha, what the fuck? Are they going to gel? They're going to be a problem. And to be fair, I don't think it was that much of a problem. I just think maybe a bit of lack of quality in some places didn't help. Yeah, yeah. The players, you know, like Steve Cooper, he found his 11 he pretty found much. His 11 and he stuck you know, to it, didn't he? Yeah, he stuck to it. And again, minor changes, just see what happens. They didn't work most of the time. Fair enough, because lack of quality from the players. But when you're talking about a Chelsea team who literally a couple of years ago, again, won the Champions League, I just can't believe. Also, it, those players you know, are still it, there it, as well. This is this is what's baffling for me. They, they became they became a joke because of that reason. Because again, laughing at them, ha ha ha. Yeah, but you spent six hundred million doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. So like, no, know. that's it. That's it. Like it's it's crazy, man. For me, it's it's been it's been an awful awful season. Honestly, it's one that I'd like to put behind me and figure about it as quickly as I can. But I've I, got a funny feeling yeah. there's not going to be major improvements even next year. I know they're bringing Pochettino in. The players that we had in as well, though, we try to bring a good coach and everything the British media obviously hyped up Graham Potter he's a great coach he's this he's that and probably Todd Bowley thought he found himself a diamond in the rough but in reality what he got was a mediocre coach 
Well, that's it. Yeah, there was a reason why he was still at Brighton. Like there was no need for Chelsea to come in and pay X amount of million to buy him out of his contract, and then X amount of million when they sacked him because it gave him a four and a half year contract. And just for Brighton to actually go and hire a better coach who actually achieved more, much better. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the game. This is all top. Why didn't anyone go for Serbi? Like, but this is he doesn't understand nothing. Like when Todd Bowley took over, he wanted to be CEO and sporting director thing, and he wanted to control the whole thing. And you just can't do that like you have to understand european football like not even latin america and french or it's like especially for english or european let's say because the zerbi came from somewhere else he wasn't an english team coach no he came from uh, uh italy didn't he i think it was italy yeah i think it was italy yeah. sassuolo or someone sassuolo maybe no. not 100 percent. not 100 percent. but uh yeah man this guy and then what did he do when in sacked and then he thought oh do you know what? i'll bring frank lampard in yeah. Because uh, just to steady the ship while I'm doing this, like, why bring Frank Lampard in? Bring somebody else with a bit more experience. Like, the team needed experience. The team needed to be solid at the back. We were leaking goals in for fun. People were scoring against us. Even Chelsea fans started saying, I don't know what you're singing because we lose to everyone because we're fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, against the Man United game. Was against that? Man United, right? That. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, I don't yeah, know what you're cheering that. about. We lose against everyone. Like, yeah, we lost against everyone. So, yeah, they, just, they, all just, of a sudden, they became a Spursian team almost that almost needs to change though that needs to change because yeah, it can be contagious and it can be yeah, infectious i'm telling you i'm telling you there, there's like no cure for, for no spurgeon syndrome it's hard it's hard and i know a lot of fans i've got a lot of mates now especially like moving and living down here and a lot of the lads are chelsea fans we all seem to say the same thing we've got to be super careful of course we'll be behind our team of course we'll support pochettino because he's our manager we'll say nothing nothing but great things about him and so on and so forth. But at the same time, we've got to hold him accountable. If he's making something ridiculous decisions like Potter did playing Pulisic and Sterling as wingbacks, now you've got to be held accountable. Like it's not even a learning curve at that point because this is elite of the elite. You can't. How how is that? A, I can understand the learning curve, a simple mistake, but not playing your two attacking players as wingbacks. No, that's uh, that. Yeah. I mean, come on, that's fundamental, really. That's fundamental exactly. football. Exactly, that, that is the bare minimum. That's in order for you to get the job first. You do not do that. <laughs> no. Are you going to play Didier Drogba, a centre-back? Are you going to play Thierry Henry, left-back, and put Ashley Cole up top or something yeah, like that? Just, yeah. just to test the waters? What? No, I don't think, no, I don't think anyone's like ever going to do that. But yeah, that's, that's where I think we are. And now, as well, is Kai Havertz worth £75 million? No. Is he worth quite high and low like he's not worth 30, 40, 50 he's worth more than 50 million easy probably 60 one of the lads on the chat put 60, 65 yeah I'd agree with that a bad season this year but then again you can't judge him just on one season none of these none of these Chelsea players can be judged on one season now that they've got Pochettino in now that we'll have a, what's it called a, a full pre-season with all the players together they've been there for a while couple of new additions that were bought in that 600 million will come in because they were loaned back out and then we'll get to see it. but we need to trim the squad man we need to trim it and need to yeah. trim it quickly because yeah it's just too many players yeah. for us but anyway moving on to the other side of london the red side uh where are you thinking uh who you, who you want to see come to your club to strengthen well, i know you mentioned rice and caicedo but well, realistically mean, yeah. they're both going to cost over 100 <laughs> On Rice, uh, Arsenal have actually had, as we record this, they've had the first uh, bid rejected by West Ham. It was like 80 million plus add-ons. They rejected that. Um, so, and look, there was a, they get on Sky Sports, they popped, popped up on transfer rumours saying Man City hovering hovering around Rice. <laughs> and I'm thinking... But why would he go to Man City though? This is the thing see, we need to understand. That's, again, when you read that, like at first you think, oh yeah, they'll get him. But then you think, wait a minute. 
but he plays in that Rodri role. So who's going to sit on the bench? Rodri. Listen, nobody's got yeah, exactly. That's it. Oh, nobody's sitting in front of Rodri. Exactly. So the, you know you can forget that. And Rice isn't the type of guy to sort of you know accept the bench coming from West Ham when he was leading West Ham and he led them. Let's face it, to a European trophy. You know, lesser whatever, still a European trophy. So you know, have they become the second team in London to win a European trophy now? <laughs> It's not <laughs> just just crazy, isn't it? Yeah, just like, like just so. So I think with Rice, I mean, I think it's probably going to go up to about ninety million plus add-ons. Ninety-two million, it was like sort of worth. But they don't want that, though, do they? I've heard like they they don't want the add-on section. They just want the hundred million first. They kind of want that three figure in the millions, and then if there is wow. add-ons, then okay. Because obviously, they, what doesn't help as well is the fact that Jude Bellingham was just signed for Real Madrid for one hundred and three million, and we okay. saw his stats. Yeah, that's insane. They're that's gonna insane. hold on to the fact that Declan Rice led this team to their first European trophy in however captain, many yeah. years, yeah. captain the team as well. Because these are the things that make the salary so not salary, sorry, the contracts uh, oh my god, what am I saying? The fee so high. His his wage in terms yeah. of how long left is on the contract and if he's on two hundred grand a week, then he's regarded as one of the best players. His age itself. How young, how old is he? What kind of how many more years can yeah, he play for the club ideally? Yeah. You know, so 23 is 24, like Havertz was 24, he's 23, Bellingham is 19, 20, 21, I don't know. So all these things are adding on to consideration. But the inflation of players now, because listen, we talk about it and we think 100 million, like, you know, you think, what? That is a crazy amount of money for yeah, anyone full stop. Too many zeros. Too many is in that, like, and for, when you yeah. think to yourself, for a Declan Rice for 100 million, or like a Kai Havertz, 70, 80 million. Yeah, 80 million used to get you Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Prime Ronaldo. Yeah, back in the day, yeah, back in the day for sure. Like, yeah. what? That is like prime uh, CR7, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's is, crazy. But this is the effects of, obviously, of, you know, sort of uh, state owned teams or yeah, know, they just whatever anything they want. Yeah, no, that's, you're right. State owned teams, that's what it is. Yeah. That's where the inflation is coming from. You know, they've, they've obviously inflated the, the whole football market across the world. Like, you know, you know, you find it. Martinelli was six million from a Brazilian team, whereas ten years ago, ain't nobody paying six million for some for some unknown nobody, from a third tier no, or a Brazilian team called Ituano. Not even close yes. to six million. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I know, yeah, probably touching six hundred grand. If that, if that, if you know that. what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like like a Mares. What did he cost? Like six hundred thousand when the when last yeah first something bought. like that. Yeah, buying from the French league. Yeah. So I, again, I, you know, that was way back when, but. Now, obviously, everything's just you know it, it's it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic pricing, you know, and and that's what puts teams off, and that's why the smaller teams can never survive because, like, well, we can never compete with someone you know that costs eighty million. We can't bring anyone in like that. So obviously, we're going to have to settle for fifth and sixth. Look, I don't care how low your team is in, is in the Premier League. You go into the Premier League to obviously, you know, you want to win that trophy. That that's season it. or yeah, yeah, that yeah. season from then. There's no that's point your, otherwise competing. That's the goal. That's the goal. If that's anything it. else, obviously I know this is again, it's a bit idealistic because it's like shit, well, there's money involved. Like I get it. I get it. And that's why everything is distorted. Yeah. This what we, that's what I'm trying to say, and that's what we're obviously saying about the the state owned teams. But you know, again, like you said, ninety million for rice? Nah. I would I'm sorry, but no, it, it's I, that can't be right. But it is, it's right. 
you know, that, that's yeah, what they yeah, want. Yeah, it is, it is. That's what they want, and that's there's a very want, high so. chance that's what they'll get, because if you don't pay, Chelsea will pay, and if Chelsea don't pay, Bayern will probably pay, and if Bayern don't pay, it'll be City who pays, or so on and so yeah. forth, and before you yeah. know it, this is what they want. They want three or four teams to compete against each other, because if there's only one team interested and the player wants to leave, he'll go yeah. for like 60 million tops. Yeah, easily. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that's it. And because he's had a decent season, obviously they stayed in the Prem, won that European trophy. They demanded ex- a crazy amount. But there was a funny story that I read as well. I found it funny. The fact that they made Declan Rice a promise that he'll leave this year and uh, it's going to cost uh, cost him 10 cost him ten million something in uh, salary. They offered him 200 grand a week 18 months ago. Yeah. And he said, no, I'm not going to sign the new contract because you promised me I'll leave the next season. Yeah, yeah. So he's ready. To, he's ready to go, and he's ready he's to ready. leave. And I think it's sad for me because he's a Chelsea fan. I'd really like to see him at Chelsea, but I don't think he'll come to Chelsea. There's too much uncertainties with Chelsea at the minute. If we had Abramovich, we would have got Declan Rice. We would not be in this situation that we're in if we had yeah, the. Yeah. Ev- but ifs and buts, and we've moved on. Apologies for that. If you can hear that, that That's is my right, daughter no, woke up crying. Oh no way! No way! Yeah. If you need two minutes, yeah, two minutes, two minutes. Right, we're back. We are back. And uh, Red Cup, everything was good. And uh, you know what? I'll be honest with you. We were talking about something and I think it was maybe transfers. <laughs> something yeah, it was transfers, but it was just a headache transfer. trying to speculate now where they're going. I think now it's more around. We can talk about it. We can give our opinions, but it's a moot point. Nothing yeah. until the clubs decide and it kind of becomes a con. And the what's it called? Reveal? Uh, is it revealed? Yeah, reveal the player with a with a jersey. Yeah, yeah. Until until yeah, until it's at the stadium. That's standard. I mean, obviously we 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 you know we have to speculate because that's what we do as fans. You know, like transfer transfer rumors is like pinned to my taskbar. Like you know, what I mean, it's <laughs> to my bookmarks and stuff. So I click on that every day, but, every day to see what's happening. Yeah, yeah. You you got to keep yourself in in the sport. But look, in terms of in terms of football, obviously we've got some Euro qualifiers coming up. Um, in the in in the next sort of week or so, so I know. Well, uh, England are tomorrow night, aren't they? I think England are playing tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, they play Malta tomorrow. Like I'll be honest with you, I'm not really that fussed not, because not at this point, yeah, it's like, come on, this you know, you throw in internationals. I was what about the players? Are they taking any breaks? What's yeah, I don't what's know. Going I'm pretty sure we we talked about this when when this World Cup happened, and you know the sort of the schedule of. Of the teams and the players, you know the, the how the amount of football that they have to play yeah, with in yeah. one calendar year. It's like well within one season actually. So it's you know it, I don't know I don't know if I if I agree with Euro qualifiers this <laughs> this soon to be fair yeah yeah I love football obviously I miss it but you know, I don't want to be watching no international like, come on. No, then neither neither do I to be honest with you mate I'm 100% with you and it's the international games that we're watching like you say like Malta versus England yeah, uh, Gibraltar I mean, versus France like Gibraltar versus France Andorra versus Switzerland 
Do you know what I mean? Belarus versus Israel, those kind of things. Now, I understand there's nations, obviously, who get excited, like we do, like to watch Albania play and so on. But come on, we'd be realistic. Are we actually going to waste time to watch these nations? No, nah, not no, really. No, not really. I think, like I said, are we going to waste time predicting about them? I'll be no, honest with you. No, 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 no chance. No, no, no. Absolutely not. If you, if you thought that's what we were doing, no, we're definitely not doing that's any predictions for, for no Euros. No, it's not happening. But no, I was just about to say, like, obviously, with football, there's not really much to discuss apart from the apart from the Champions League final, which we, we talked about. Um, there is some. There is some F1 over the weekend. We're in Canada. Yep. Canadian GPs yep. coming yep. up. Um, so I'll have to check the times on that. I think it's probably a late one, if I'm not mistaken. Late one. What late is in like for late oh, UK in, time? Yeah, about nine ten o'clock. I think it's around seven o'clock here, according to this. Is BTS it, oh, on Sunday. BBC oh, Sound up from nine uh, nineteen hundred. Yeah, so that will be because I'm just on the BBC website now. So it'll be seven o'clock evening time. That's not bad. That's a good time to no, watch it as good. well. Yeah, that's that's perfect timing. Obviously, finish work and stuff like that. That's the practice. Is that the practice session, or are you talking? No, about that's the race? Uh, race itself on Sunday. Not the race itself. I was because I'm assuming you know, practices will be around the same as well, though. Practice take, we got, right? Yeah, half six till half seven, and then ten till eleven. So practice one and two tomorrow. Uh, ten till eleven is the latest one. But uh, yeah, the race perfect timing seven o'clock. You know, just sort of unwind for the uh, for the weekend. But do we have any predictions apart from the obvious, or this is going to be the obvious? <laughs> It, no, that's the obvious. <laughs> the obvious. The yeah, wings again. Wings at the top. Unless he crashes yeah. and does something stupid or somebody crashes into him. Or doesn't give him the room that he feels he deserves. Yeah. But they yeah, give yeah, him yeah. the ro- enough room for him to manoeuvre or they follow their own racing line like he has done many times before. I'm just reading a bit of uh, transfer gossip, as you said. Love a bit of gossip and all that, yeah? Let's do it. Uh, when's this? Gossip. This is less than four minutes ago. Apparently, according to the Daily Mail, again, it's Lord of Tosh as a newspaper, yeah. but anyway, uh, they've submitted a joint £50 million bid for England midfielder James Madison and 25-year-old forward Harvey Barnes. Yeah. Are they joking? £50 million bid? For both, yeah, for both. Yeah, I actually read that as well, to be fair. But <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, no, that, that's never going to happen. That's madness. It doesn't matter if Leicester got relegated, they're never going to get that. You know what I mean? They're never... Yeah, it's just not going to happen let's just move past that you know that, that's just I think that's just going to stay a rumour to be honest and if it's the Daily Mail that's pointing out it's like come well, on. also according to the Times you have pulled out of the race to San Moses Caicedo yeah because you're focusing on Declan Rice you've pulled out of Moses Caicedo deal yeah well I'm not surprised to be honest because come on like 90 plus million for Rice 80 million for Caicedo it's not Arsenal It's it was never going to happen it was never going to happen. It's, also, yeah, it's according realistic. to this, Arsenal has agreed personal terms. Kai Havertz and Arsenal have agreed personal terms. Yeah, I've, do you know what? Was was uh, wow. during, during the little break, I actually read that um, he's happy and is obviously given the green light to potentially move to Arsenal. But again, if you're going to give up on Moises Caicedo for eighty million, what makes you think seventy-five million? You know, what I mean, Chelsea. I don't think Chelsea's going to accept. No, that I, I don't. I don't think you guys are going to pay seventy-five million. But Chelsea, exactly, they're going to hold on to their guns and they're going to hold firm. But yeah, it's big uh, read personal terms. Wow, really that quick? This is. I'm amazed at how many players want to jump ship. Really, yeah. really amazed. Like started with Mason Mount, obviously nine car Havertz, and we'll see who else. Obviously, it's you know it's a long window. See who else will, will probably want to leave. But according to this, Chelsea faced competition from Man United for signing Inter Milan's uh, Cameroon goalkeeper Onana. Although United wow. have prioritised Porto. This is sometimes I look at these gossips and I just look at Chelsea in bold. And if I can't see Chelsea, I just give up and I don't even bother reading the rest. Yeah. But very quickly, yeah. by the way, before we finish it and end it up, where do we think Harry Kane should go? 
Because this is a season he has to go, right? What are your thoughts on that? He must go. He needs mm-hmm. to leave Spurs. Yeah, he he needs to leave Spurs, but from I mean, so far I just does it doesn't look like he's he's willing to leave to be honest. With you. And and um, it's a problem because well, again, as we've said many times before, it he just seems like a wasted player at, at Spurs. That's he, insane, he yeah. took he took uh, he took some sort of gold plaques to England training and he handed them out to everyone. And it's like, <laughs> yo, how are you handing out trophies when you haven't received one? Like, what are you talking about? Hey, oh wait, I thought you were joking. Is that legit? That's a real thing. Yeah, that's a real thing. He ended up something because he was. Did he break the record for Premier League top scorer or like or Chelsea or Tottenham? Or so I don't know what he broke. He I broke know he broke the record. league for the best scorer in the league for Tottenham. Like he became Tottenham's all-time scorer. Yeah, well, they, but I don't, uh, I don't know what he what he's done with plaques and stuff because, like you say, he's not won anything himself. No, no, I don't know. It, it's it's uh, it's it's somewhat different. But yeah, with Harry Kane, where could he go? City, Chelsea, City, Chelsea, United, Real. I'll be honest with you, I'd like to see him at Chelsea, but I don't think he'll go to Chelsea. But if players and we start, and I don't think, I can't see why we should not normalise selling decent players to decent club, like to your rivals. If the player wants to go, just let him go, make the money and then go invest somewhere else. So for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. Havertz coming to Arsenal, uh, I don't know, Van Persie to Man United and so on and so forth. So yeah, Harry Kane to Chelsea. I'd, I'd be happy with that. I'll honestly be happy with that. And I think it'd be very good for us, with, especially with Pochettino being there, worked yeah, with him before. Yeah. Could be, so, could be yeah. a thing, mate. Could be a thing. I doubt I it. Could, I doubt it, mate. We can't yeah, afford him. We, we can't afford him. It's that we need to really get a bit clearer okay. before we can get a player if you like could that. Sell, if you sell Havertz though, and you bring Kane in, that's... That's not a bad show. Well, that's good yeah. business. That's good. Yeah, if you no, sell Havertz yeah. for a decent amount, like not 45, 50 million, like over that, then you bring Harry Kane in. Yeah, of course, but Inter Milan want Koulibaly on loan. And we've talked about this before. We're just not going to get into it. There's so many yeah, Chelsea yeah, players yeah. that need to go. So if listeners, if you want to hear that, just go back an episode or two and you'll hear me be having yeah. the same rant. Pretty much, last, yeah, pretty much the last couple of episodes, that's what we've been uh, discussing, the transfers and who needs to go and stuff. But uh, yeah, like real, real quick, before we do leave, um, in terms of the the F1 weekend, you're going to go with Verstappen. Anyone's going to have a crash. Yeah. Anything Anything exciting. I, 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 just... I really hope Hamilton wins it. Hamilton or Russell, you know. I don't know why, but I'm I'm kind of liking just to have the Mercedes yeah. do I'm something just to shut Max up. Although I am a McLaren fan, and obviously through and through McLaren, I'm just leaning on Mercedes to try and do something because my yeah. team's not going to do anything. My football team's not doing anything. My flipping F1 team's not doing anything <laughs> and hasn't done anything for a long time in F1. But... Uh, yeah, I'm hoping Mercedes just to just to keep Max and Christian Horner's get just wipe that smug off their face for a little bit because I'm tired of yeah, seeing them all going, "Well done, Max! Great race once again!" Like, yeah, of course, yeah, he's got yeah. the best well car. Well done, you did it. Yeah, well, obviously, if you've got the fastest car, it helps. Exactly. Doesn't it? But, no, I think uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. But I'm leaning towards Mercedes a little bit myself, to be honest, because obviously, like you said, Ferrari just being Ferrari <laughs> doing dumb shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. shout out to the Le Mans team. They actually, you know, Ferrari. They entered the in the hypercar. Uh, fucking grid, and they won. Oh, right. They actually, yeah, they wow. actually won Le Mans. Yeah, twenty-four hour Le Mans. So yeah, that's probably the only thing Ferrari going to win for a, for a while now. And um, yeah, because the, the F one team is not going to do anything. Like I, I don't even. Yeah, I just get frustrated. And again, listeners, go check out the last few since the F one season started. I'll tell you. So anyway, yeah. look, we're gonna go. Thank you so yes, much for go, that. Yes, you can hear my daughter's crying again, so I'm gonna that go. Is again. The, that is the alarm bell. So we're gonna go. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you on the next one. Stay safe. Stay alert.